think there could have been no more perfect song. Lay down our old flames, our old mindsets, our old ways of thinking. So, Father, we thank you for this incredible gathering of your servants. We thank you for the, your presence right now. It's just thick. It's beautiful. We thank you for your servant, Dr. Dennis, for Dr. For Lisa. Father, we thank you for bringing them to us, blessing us with them. And may we bless them in, in return, Lord. It's going to be a, just a wonderful weekend as we seek your face. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Say, I'm teachable. I'm teachable. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Welcome, Dr. Dennis and Pebwa. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Good to be here. Good to be, good to be back. San Angelo. Hallelujah. Oh, awesome. Yesterday I was exposed to a very strange sport. That whole thing. we do very we do weird things in Africa, but that was really strange. You know? And uh, but it's it's uh, like I was because I'm from a tribe. You know, I was like, wow, this is a different tribe. These white people. It was, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. There was a black boy. There was a black cowboy. I was like, "What are you doing here?" And he was good. He just he went and he wrestled the the bull. You know, I was like, "That's it, black blood right there, black brother." He, you know, but it was, it was really, it was really amazing. The nations. It's a. <coughs> The nations always. Um, I get I get fascinated, um, and that was the genius of Jesus's plan. Can you imagine if he if he had resurrected and stayed there, we would be making pilgrimages to Israel, right, to to go to Jerusalem to go see him or wherever or wherever, you know. But the genius was, I gotta go. If I go, I I need to go, guys. And so he, I, I can imagine the despondency as they the, are you going? Can we please show you off? Can we go to? Pilots, you know, because in my African brain, I'm thinking, okay, before you go, can we go and take you to Pilot and just show you off? Can you do this disappearing thing where you kind of walk through doors, you know, or, or, or just say, or even better, can you just say, Pilot, could bring all your officers and all your all your people and just 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 serve them water, and you just turn all that water into wine, you know, they, just to show them you killed me publicly, but I'm alive, you know. That's what that's what I would have thought, but. The plan was so much more intelligent. He had to go. By going, he creates a crisis, right? It's like, we can't even show you off. But, but he says, no, 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 I got to go because if I don't go, it's just me. But if I go, the Holy Ghost comes. And then you're going to be mini-me's. Amen, amen, and that's the plan throughout the centuries. And look what the plan created billions of people, billions of, of, of just adherence to Jesus. And, and that's why I get upset when we, we try to change the plan. The plan is we're supposed to, we're called to be sent. We're called, we're not supposed to make members, we make disciples. Amen. 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 So so it's good to see I'm in a different a different tribe today. Hallelujah. It's awesome to be here. So 
So um, I'm going to talk um, for a few minutes. We just come from Africa uh, like uh, five days ago. Last Sunday we were in Uganda, like, you know, so, and we're supposed to be home and, and then we're going to Israel in about 10 days. So so it's just it's just going crazy. We, I call it the running years. I am in those running years. And I usually say if you slumber during the running years, you won't have any food at the harvest, you know. It's 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 uh, it's it's we're all here, and I sense it here. Uh, a lot of us here are in in this season where we're in. You've sat under so many conferences, so you've read so many books, you've gone to to so many. You've sat under so many men and women of God, and it's time for you to birth the thing that's inside of you. It's time for you to run. This is when you run. This is when you run, amen, amen. Okay, okay, all right. Um, 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 so I'll, I'll I'll teach for for um, it's collegially. I usually teach this over like a day, uh, but but we're gonna do it like in an hour or less or less. Um, and I, I want to just actually keep keep in keep in mind um, when we're done. I think I'll I'll open up for just a few questions where not just, just me answering really. There's amazing ministers here so so we can we can so so if something 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 just scratches you and you feel like I want I want to I want to I want to have a question please just 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 do that amen so but but let's let's have this hearing ears let, let, let the Lord you don't have to remember everything I say but I'm going to say some things that, that there's I'm going to say some things and everybody here is going to be challenged ever including me Everybody here is going to be like, "Whoa, God, we gotta, we gotta get with this," because the 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 urgency of the Holy Ghost is here. I feel, I feel the I feel the power of God in a in a really unique way this morning. Uh, he's here to do something, and again, it's not because I'm here. He's in the room. He's here. He's here. Amen. Amen. Can we all just can we just say, Lord, Lord. the Pastor Harris prayer, make me teachable. Amen. Say, say, Lord, Lord teach, me. teach me. Amen. Amen. Um, a scripture. This First Corinthians four one. I'll set it up this way. I'll, I'll, this there's a book called Hoperetes. I don't know if you you guys know that book. It's uh, been actually translated to to Portuguese. We're going to Brazil next month. Uh, it's going to be all over the country. Uh, it's a book that's that really returns the the church challenges us back to to return back to the original intent, the original definitions of what ministry is all about. So, um, and, and so I'm going to teach from there. Um, first, first Corinthians four one. Let a man so account of us as ministers of Christ. I would say ministers. But say again, ministers. Of Christ, and then the Bible says, and stewards of the mysteries of God. The word ministers in the Greek word is the word huperetes. Everybody say huperetes. Now, I don't, I know Americans don't roll their R's. Huperetes. <laughs> All right, cool. Huperetes means, literally means under all. You remember the movie? Um, what's the movie? Um, Ben Hur, Ben Hur, and 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 you know those guys were in the bottom galleys of ships. Uh, their job was to row 
all the time, you know, row, 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 and, and that's their job. And Paul curiously uses that term to define us. We are huperetes, really meaning ministry. Again, imagine you're, you're, you're at the bottom, bottom galley of ship. There's no engine. The engine is, is humans. These slaves who are sentenced to a lifetime of rowing. I better do this, come on. The rowing, it's so, so ministry is not easy. I better say easy. Mm-mm, it's not comfortable. It's not glamorous. It's not autonomous, meaning, meaning, um, can I please have my space? You, you don't get to do that. Oh, here's a good one. You don't get to say, um, um, uh, Captain, Captain, um, I don't like him. Can we switch partners, please? You don't get to do that. In fact, in fact, here's what he's going to say. If you've never served with somebody you don't like, you haven't served long enough. Yeah, because you know, oh, you people come and say, the Lord's telling, Lord's telling me, I, I'm, I really feel called to the children's ministry. Hallelujah, I'm, I'm called. So pastor says, okay, great, great. We've been needing help there. So you go to the children's ministry. So three weeks later, no, I don't want to serve there anymore. What happened? She's wrong. She's, she's mean. She, who? Yeah, the director. You, you know, said, well, you said the Lord sent you. The Lord told you to serve in the children's ministry. What happened? Well, you didn't like your benchmates, did you? Yeah, right? Huperetas. The Lord is here. Hey, 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 you, okay, you ready to serve? Here, here, go here. Here, let me put you here. And you're next to this, this guy who's like, maybe more smelly, maybe more, maybe more, maybe more awkward. You know, you, you, you don't, we get, we don't get to choose whom, with whom we row. Amen. It's not predictable. Um, Captain, um, can, we t- can we please tell me, is it two hours t- today? Is it a three-hour shift? When is lunch? You know, no, you don't get to do that. You don't get to say, um, can I have a different view, please, Captain? I don't like, I, I'm, I'm, I, get, I, get, I get claustrophobic. Can I have a window view? You don't get to do that. We are huperetes. Come on. We just row, row, row. That's ministry, ministry. So, so that's the introduction. And today I'm going to talk about the tests. The tests of servanthood, and there are seven of them that I have, I have, I've, I've, I've uh, identified seven of them. The first one is the test of faith. What is the test of faith? Test of faith. Test of faith is the test of faith asks, "Will you row without a game plan? Will you row without a game plan?" Genesis twelve one. Get thee, God says to Abraham, get thee out of thy country, out of thy kindred, from thy father's house, into a land I will show you. Basically, hey, Abraham, now this is, we romanticize this, but in the context of this, these are village, these are desert dwellers. He's been there and his family for hundreds of years. And God comes and says, hey, I've got an idea. I want to send you somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Will you go? He gets to say, Yes, before he knows where. How we know what's natural would be like, um, when are we going? How far? Uh, can you please give me a time frame? No, but Abraham, Abraham gets to say yes before he knows where, how. This, this is the test of faith. This is where it begins. The Lord sending you, saying, you know, you, so you say, Lord, I, 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 how many, how many are in? How many, how many are saying, Lord, 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 use me? How many, how, many, how many have said that? Well, we don't get to get, we don't get the map. We don't get the map. 
He's not obligated to tell you the map, show you the map. This is the test of faith. Will you go? All ministry, I write, begins with this seemingly ridiculous invitation to deliberately divorce yourself from the cords that bind you to worldly identity. All ministry is disruptive. All ministry, the Lord calls you to where you, where only he knows where you're going to go. The test of faith. Will you go? Contrary, contrary to this charismatic theology, for the last 30 years we've had this idea of God, especially the prophetic movement. And I'm a prophet, you know, so the prophetic movement sometimes portends to, 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 to demystify this issue. You know, um, God, tell me exact, that God is going to tell you exactly what he wants you to do before you do it. He never does. You're not that special. We're not that special. And there's this, this I, I go all the time, I go places where, Dr. Dennis, please pray for me. The Lord's been talking to me, but I need a confirmation. Now, sometimes that's okay, but sometimes it borders on lack of faith. What happened to God speaking to you five years ago and you don't really know? But you don't really know, but you don't get to pick at it. You know how Abraham gets into trouble? Because he picks at it. He picks at it, and, and well, you know, maybe it's maybe maybe it's my servant. Maybe 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 it's maybe it's my no. Don't stop picking at the assignment. You you won't know where. You don't get to know where you're going. You don't get to see the map. God does not share the road map. Ministry involves a vague invitation to go where you have never been. Hallelujah. If God told me at 14, 13, when I was in Uganda, I, Lord, I said, I said, Lord, I want to go to the nations. I had no idea that I'd be shot at, poisoned, all these things. If you had said, now, okay, you're going to go, but you're going to be shot at. You're going to go, but you're going to be poisoned in, in uh, Indonesia. You're going to be, I would say, I would say ah, can we please redo that? <laughs> we don't get to know the plan. We don't get to know the plan. We get to say, yes, follow me, follow me, follow me. Amen. Amen. So how do you begin? You don't know the, you don't have the funding. God speaks to you. You're a rich man. I want you to reach men for me. You go, ah, okay. You get to say yes. Amen. Come on, we get to say yes. Not um, how. How? You're gonna reach broken women for me. You're gonna reach the business community for me. You're gonna reach the homeless for me. You get to say yes before you know how. Mm. Holy Ghost invites us to step up to a magnificent dance floor. It's his music. We don't know how to do this dance. You don't know how, but you don't need to know how to do this dance. Your job is to allow him to lead. But what if I'm clumsy? What if I have no rhythm? (laughs) Will I be disqualified? No. You just get to follow the master. Let him, let him lead the dance. You don't get to know where it's going before you, before you get there. You don't get, you're not, again, may I say this in so, as delicately as I can, you are not that special. I am not that special. Prophetic gifts and all, the Lord whispers to me concerning a lot of people sometimes, but I'm, sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm in thickets. We're stuck somewhere and I'm like, Lord, why didn't you tell me about this? And it's like, Dennis, come on. Please, 
So you want me, so you think you have this gift to, uh, uh, tomorrow you're going to wake up and, and you're going to spill coffee on your jacket. So you, uh, you're going to miss your flight. You'll arrive five minutes late and you're going to miss that flight. You're gonna, like we missed all our flights this last weekend, all of them. Two hours, half an hour. Um, should have taken a day and a half. It took about three days to get to Africa. We'll get there. We'll have no luggage. Well, why didn't you wait for the luggage for two days? A very important event. We had the Queen and all that in this event, and we're supposed to. I was launching a book that I'd written for, you know, and and so and so. There you are. I have to now scour all over Kampala buying clothes. And look, why didn't you tell me? So he's like, he almost wants to chuckle. He wants to laugh at me because I don't get to know the plan, the test of faith. Will you row without a game plan? Amen. Amen. Come on. Amen. Amen. Matthew 14, 418. I gotta get to get off this one. Matthew 418. Follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. I mean, these are guys who had gone fishing that day. He missed them. Hey guys. They know him as Mary's boy. Mary's boy, who's, you know, because for 30 years Jesus is just normal. He's a regular guy. Gets baptized. John. 40 days, we can't find him. This is a village community. So, so they're looking for Jesus for 40 days. Can't find him. When he comes back, ooh, he's not Mary's boy anymore. He comes back, he looks at these guys, he says, follow me. They go, uh, okay, okay, they follow him. Can you imagine? We know, for, we know for one, Peter had a wife. We know, we know Peter had a wife because Jesus goes to, later on, Jesus goes to heal his mother-in-law. I mean, you, know, you can't have a mother-in-law if you have no wife. So, so, so Peter, Peter was married. Can you imagine Peter's wife? What happened? He's not back. Where is he? Where's yours? Where's your husband? They're gone. The boys are gone. They're following Jesus all over the place. I can imagine them finding him. He could maybe go into a Jesus meeting. Hey, hey, hey. There's Peter. There's Peter. Hey, hey. hi, honey. Oh, Peter's like, oh, yeah. He's here. She's here. Peter, your wife is here. Oh, hi, honey. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Uh, um. What are you doing? Uh, what are we doing? I don't know. I don't know. Um, um, everything, everything, crowds, crowd control, everything. We, we, it's really cool. Uh, 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 but I'll miss you. And she goes, um, all right. This is me. This is the African imagination. Um, um, uh, um, w- w- when are you coming back? Uh, uh, when are we coming back? I don't know. He doesn't tell us. He doesn't, we don't know. Three years. Three, tell her three weeks. I, um, I don't know. He doesn't know. But friends, Peter would would end up crucified upside down. What if Jesus had told him, "Hey, follow me. You'll be you'll you'll have a we're going to have three ti- three years of of incredible bliss, incredible miracles, signs, wonders, and and I'll leave you, and then uh, you'll be killed." I mean, no, he wouldn't have gone. We never get to know the plan. We get to say yes. We get to follow Jesus. I will follow you. Amen? Test of faith. Will you go without knowing? Number two, test of conviction. This one happens after you say yes. Are you sure? Test your commitment. I want to serve in the choir. Yeah, I'm going to serve in the band. 
until they give you the schedule for rehearsals. You're like, I don't know if I want to do that. Oh man, so many. Oh, that's why I have a problem with the whole idea of, of uh, volunteerism. We'll talk about that. Maybe. The idea that, um, where are you going to serve? What's your, what's your, where do you like to serve? So you fill out. So we, we're gathering, we're gathering workers in our churches based on where people like to serve. Problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thou art my beloved son. Remember Jesus? Look, look, 322. John hears Jesus say, no, God say, after he dunks him, dunks Jesus, baptizes Jesus. This is my beloved son. Hear ye him. Next thing, Jesus is tested of the devil. 40 days. He's hungry. I may teach you about this tomorrow. He's hungry. The devil waits until he's hungry. And then he, he debates that this is my son. Basically says, do you remember 40 days ago when God says, this is, this is my son. Uh, why are you hungry? Turn those stones into bread. He waits until he's hungry to challenge this. I am God's son. Are you really sure? It's the devil. Conviction. Untested commitments. I usually say they're just mere intentions. Until you're tested on a thing, you just intend to do the thing. Amen. Truly, truly, Jesus says, 6.53, John, unless you eat the flesh of my son of man and drink his blood, you have no life in yourselves. He said that they freak out, they all fall away. They were like groupies until he says, ah, it's going to cost you. Jesus looks at them and says, you guys, are you leaving too? Peter says, Lord, whom shall we go? To whom shall we go? We can't leave. Well, you, have, you have the words of life. Basically, where are we going to go? You need to pass the test of conviction. Are you a minister or are you a showman? Are you going to follow Jesus even when the cost becomes higher than what you thought? Like when you lose your friends. In fact, one of the problems with the American church is you have a costless faith. It costs you nothing. You're going to come to the second service because that's when I've had my coffee. I'm going to serve here because what's what I really like. There's no, there's no cost to this. Almost everybody, when I'm, we're in Africa, almost everyone, you point the whole church, 6,000 people, whatever. Everybody has either, I got saved, I was a Muslim, I'm kicked out. All my friends ended up living with me because they were all kicked out from their homes. There was a cost. Cost. The test of conviction. Every time we make a decision to serve Jesus, we're going to be tested, summarily tested. That's why, pastors, you should never coerce people into serving play if they're if they're not you can't commit for them we can't commit for leaders you can't commit for them because when the service ends and their home and their husband or their body or their voices begin to speak they have to be able to say i made this decision not i was counseled because when the enemy comes, you need to be able to say, I said, a devil, I, I made this decision. 
Because you, you can't say, I'm here because pastor wanted me to. Enemy's going to attack that. So are you here or are you not? If you're here, then let's do this. Amen? Let's do this. Ugh. We can't walk by faith until we don't know the plan. Because there's that, you know. Well, what, if the, what if, what if, what if, what if? Well, come on, commitment. The test of conviction. Every time, I say this one more time before I leave this test, every time you make a decision to serve God, to, do, to go a certain direction, you will be tested. You will be tested on that commitment. And you have to be able to go back, to the, take the devil back and tell him, no, no, I wanted to do this. I committed to do this. I'm serving in this department because, not because it feels good, because I made the decision to serve here. Amen. The test of commitment. We've got conviction. We have to, we, we've, we've show, go, show up or go home. Absolutely. We, we, this is, especially this dispensary, the, this, the, the, the era in which we live. Friends, the times, these times call for men and women of conviction. Because it's going to start to cost you. It's going to start to cost you. I remember Azita, I think I have told you about Azita, my spiritual daughter, she's in, in Sweden, she gets saved and she's on fire and she witnesses, she's in a certain country, she witnesses to this, to this, you know, God, it was in a Muslim country, I can't say the country, and then she's driven straight to the police, you know, special secret police and she's imprisoned and she's tortured for three months. They dig a hole in this prison yard and they put her there and men rape her every night. And they come, they urinate on her. Will you deny Jesus, deny Christ? And she says, she says, no, I won't. I can't. No, I can't. Somehow they release her. Oof. Big mistake. They release her. She's now like a terror to the devil. She's led about 50,000 Muslims to the Lord. She is, woo. She's in, and so I ask her, as I ask her, would you, are you sorry about that? Would you do, did you, she says, no, no, no. Would you redo this? She says, no, I wouldn't. It was horrible, but that was my test. I passed my test. That is me. Now, now the Lord gets to, ooh, I'm like, whoa. So we were, we were also with another brother over in, uh, in the Middle East. He also planted so many, about 65 churches all in the, in the, in the backs, back alleys of this, of this country where you're not supposed to. So we're leaving together. We've been fellowshipping and we're leaving. So one of, my, one of us decides, hey, brother, come let me pray for you. Let's pray for you. We want to pray for this Amazing guy, wrinkled. We couldn't even tell his age. He was so tough, but he looked like he was eighty. But he walked like he was forty-five. You know, you know the, you know those ones. <laughs> you know those. So, so he's 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 like. So, so I'm thinking, man, I'm in the presence of a mighty man of God. You know, I just want to hear his stories, and so we want to pray for him. Um, so my friend starts begins to pray. Lord Father, please protect this man. Protect him. And he says, stop. So we're all like, don't pray for protection. I don't need to be protected. I need to do the work of God. If 
doing the work of God means that I lose my life. That will be an honor. And I'm like, oh, we were rebuked. Don't, don't pray. Please, because we're like, oh, please, as, he, as your servant goes, please protect. He says, no, 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 no. Don't pray for that. Just pray that I'm able to serve Jesus. Test of, he just, conviction, he's driven. He just, he looks at, we look, when we go to the Middle East, sometimes the prayer lines are out the whatever. There are seven hour services. In fact, we don't take weak people there. Weak people in the group because you stand and you sit and they, they're not stopping. They're not stopping. So, but their prayers, their prayers. Please pray. The Lord is telling me I must go back to Iraq to minister to my family. I know I will be martyred, but pray for me that when my hour comes that I am strong. That's the prayer request. Not, Lord, please heal me. Lord, I feel anxiety. No, no, no. No anxiety. They're like, I want to be strong that when it's time to kill me, I don't deny Christ. That's the, that's, that's, that's the prayer request. So I'm praying for them thinking, you need to pray for me. Because you know? it's a whole other level. That's a whole, and they're like this. Pray, pray. Oh, oh, oh. Lay my hand, hands on me. And you've got something. I'm thinking, are you sure I've got something? <laughs> because that, uh, that's conviction. Conviction. I love Jesus. Whether I'm, I'm here, we, we quit because pastor's wife didn't greet me. She didn't greet me, so I'm done. Do you know how many, one guy left the church because they remodeled the church and they reduced the plus sized seats. So he's, but wasn't as happy. Basically, that's what he said. Because 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 he said we we had some streets, some seats here that they're, they're all reduced. Left the church. One guy leaves the church because they remodeled the parking lot. He lost his parking space, and he was the head usher. Conviction. Amen. Come on, amen. amen. Say I'm gonna pass that. Come on, say I'm past that. Number three, test of isolation, isolation, isolation. Will you keep rowing after everybody's gone home? You serve God. Can you serve God without company? Company. Test of isolation, test of isolation. Oh, man. Okay. Well, test of isolation is asked, will, will I believe after the lights are out? The bottom line, bottom line here. Can I shout as loud, dance as hard, pray as long, and love as passionately alone? Now listen to this statement. The minister must break his or her addiction to cheerleaders. Cheerleaders. Break this dependency on collectives. And perhaps, perhaps, because there's, there's this, I meet so many people and I'm going to say something that's kind of going to be hard for some to hear. Um, some people, I've met people who said, God's calling me, but my wife doesn't agree, so I'm not going to do it. Sounds good, but there's a problem with that. There's a problem with the idea. How do you, for, for me, I think, how do you go to Jesus and say, you wanted me to serve you, but Mabel didn't like it. You 
go negotiate with Mabel all you want, but you better not at the end of the day say, Jesus, I'm, not, I'm, I'm passing because she's not happy with it. And this, this clashes with conventional. You got to agree to everything. You gotta, um, 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 sorry. We, we don't, see, we don't get to, and, and I'm, I'm coming from the majority world. But it's a majority world. 70% of the body of Christ actually live in the southern hemisphere now. You in the northern hemisphere, America, Canada, England, Europe, are 30% now. Most of the body of Christ is where I am from. Okay? Africa is no longer the continent. You want to reach people who don't know Christ? Go to Africa. No, no more. Africa is now, most people getting saved, getting saved there. In fact, the number one mission field now is Europe. We have work in Spain. Spain is 1% Christian. Sweden, about 3%. No, Sweden, about 2%. Switzerland, about 2%. England, maybe 4%. The biggest discotheques are in England and they're old cathedrals, old churches. There's an issue there. So I'm coming from where the church is growing. <laughs> We've got, we've got a friend of mine, we're sitting, two weeks ago, we were sitting with a, a spiritual daughter. She said, we have to pray that God maybe can reduce the people. I said, what do you mean reduce the people? Yeah, because we planted it, one of the church. It was about 170 people. I said, you planted a church with 170 people? I said, yeah, but in five weeks, in five months, we had 1,700. And so we had to then, then we like, God, so we've planted four more. This guy comes in one's prayer. He said, yeah, we had a church. Was, well, church was about 1,700. Now it's 22,000 people. We don't know what to do with them. People are getting saved like crazy. So that's where I'm from. And where I'm from, you don't say to Jesus, I'm not going to go because my wife doesn't like it. Or my husband is uncomfortable with it. You go negotiate. Do whatever you need to do. But don't you come back. Say, Lord, I'm not going because... have a problem, write to pastor if you have a problem. <laughs> Behold the hour come, Jesus says, John 16, and is now come, they shall be scattered, every man to his own, and ye shall leave me all alone. Yet I'm not alone because the Father is with me. Authentic minister must answer the call of God to themselves. You are going to have to walk many paces alone. My wife understands Ingrid, loves what I'm doing, but she doesn't have what I have. I am called to do this. She's called as well. We must both go to Jesus to find grace to do the thing that he has called us to do. Amen? Amen? So I know there's couples here and there's no, there's, you know, it's just, it's just, God's going to call you. You must be okay walking alone. You must be okay not being understood by everybody. In fact, people don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Okay. Matthew 10, 34. Give you one more. Think not that I'm come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I've come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter and her mother. And the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Because, why? Because saying yes to Jesus will cause contention. 
we often cause contention. How many here, in fact, this is one of those churches in the country where I can ask this question. How many people here, your adherence to Jesus has cost you your bonds, your relationships? Yeah, look, look, look. Yeah. Amen. That's why this family is important, isn't it? This family is important. Amen. It's for, these are your brothers and sisters. These are your brothers and sisters. Amen. So the test of isolation. Are you going to keep walking even though you get to walk alone? I used to, I used to, um, every time the Lord would draw me, I'd had friends with me because we're Africans. We have this, this tribalistic thing. Hey guys, the Lord's going to, can we fast seven days? So this, I'm 14, 15. The Lord would draw me. So he said it one day, one day he said, I want you to fast three days. And I'm said, okay, Fred, three days. They said, ah. Uh, so I went to Jesus. They don't want to. Can we, Jesus, can we do this another two weeks so we can be? Because I need my friends. And I said, I said, no, I'm drawing you. He said, I'm drawing you. And I had to, I had to just start. Oh, you're not eating. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing the thing that you guys said you didn't want to. And thus began this idea of, Lord, I'll say yes. One day he said, I want you to get off your bed. And I want you to stop sleeping on your bed. Sleep on the little mat. We have these little mats in African mats. Sleep on there until I tell you to stop. So of course I say, Fred, can we sleep on the can we sleep on the floor? Because I wanted I always wanted company. Until I realized, ah. So Fred would do this and then and then he would wake me wake me to, to, to wake me up at night, kneel and pray. I'd kneel and pray sometimes for hours. In fact, there's bones here. I've got, I've got issues with these bones from kneeling for four hours. And so, and so then I was like, ah, I wanted Fred to also have, because I always wanted company. I wanted company. I felt too a better until the Lord then began to bring out these gifts. And so I've had to pay. This, this has cost me, but it's my cost, and I don't get to share my cost with you. Yeah, can you? I want. I want to be like you, Doctor Dennis. I'm like, okay. Um, we're gonna have to do some things. I have you, you know, the danger, because it's everything. I want the faith of Daniel. Yeah, you want the faith of Daniel? Do you want to spend a lion a night with the lions? Because this is this is what people see. To get here, oh gosh, a lot of private agony. The cost, but that cost is mine. What is your cost? What's God, God drawing you to? Yeah, everybody's really, okay, I want you to get up at 3 a.m. But I don't want to get up at 3 a.m. Because they didn't announce it at the church. Well, so what the Lord does, and he's done that to some of you, you're really wide-eyed at 3 a.m., you're like, and you're trying to go to sleep in the name of you, devil. You're interrupting my sleep in Jesus. And then the Lord is saying, I remember, can you get out of your bed and come to the living room? And can you, can you spend time with me now? Now, spending time with you, with him, doesn't mean you're like, hallelujah. Well, sometimes spending time with me, with him, is just sitting there. Because it's teaching you how to not be a busy body. Because we are so, my goodness, Americans are so like, we're devotional. Give me a devotional. Give me a passage. No. Can you sit there until you don't have anything to think of? 
you sit there. Okay, Jesus, uh, it's been 20 minutes. Yep, I know. <laughs> and sometimes he wants you to do this for seven days before he starts to speak. But for day four, you're like, mm, it's not working, it's not working, I'm working. The enemy is just, the enemy is just interrupting my sleep. Uh, he's drawing you. He's drawing you so you grow deep roots. Because seven years from now, you're going to need that depth. Oof. So today, you know, when everything goes crazy, I've been in places where you're locked up and you know, because you know, you're the first African to come to this country and we don't know, we need to process you so you're there. And yeah, I know how to be alone. I know about the joy, the beauty of solitude to enjoy, to enjoy just silence. Can you, can you, do you freak out when things are silent? Can you wait on God? Have you learned how to just be like, okay, Lord. Because he doesn't care that it's 20 minutes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but it's been an hour. It's like, uh-huh. Some of you really need this. You're so busy, you're busy bodies. You're so busy. Devotional, devotional. You, you, even your quiet time is filled with scriptures, scriptures, scriptures. What about, what about just be quiet? Be quiet. And that's when it says, oh, Aunt Gladys needs help this morning. See, because your devotionals are filled with hey, this, this, oh, this, oh, this guy from uh, so many years ago. This, this, because these days it's trendy. They take devotionals from scholars from 1600s and they sprinkle them and they give you a devotional from from streams in the desert, for example. I like that. Okay, don't don't you don't you write me yet? Streams of the so streams of the desert, desert, April first. This is what this company has decided that on April 1st, 2 million believers will read this. So here you are in San Angelo and somebody at this publication decided that on April 1st, they will take this famous devotional and they will sprinkle it, spread it out. And today, this is what you're reading. Never mind that the Lord wants you to sit in Titus. He's thinking, can he just stay with Titus for a month? Oh no, oh no, no. This is what my app says. My app says, oh, I've got to move on. Some, I've been, people who, who, people who really struggle with, the, the Lord's really, I love, that was, no, no, no. The app says today we're doing numbers. And you're like, wait, you're can you, can you chisel? Can you sit long enough for the Lord to give you a blueprint? That is yours because I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. That, that Hebrew word is, is makashebeth, means divine. It means, a, it means a plot. I have a vivid design for your life. God's too creative to have to replicate he is not, I guarantee you, the Lord is not thinking two million Christians today. I want you, all of you, to be in John 2. Now, John 2 is the word of God. Of course, how could the word of God be bad? It's not bad. But that's, you may be a bit, a bit hard. That's the shallow end. You need depth, 
depth, not of profound, profound revelation, depth of intimacy. And depth of intimacy sometimes means I'm going to sit in John for a month because something is there. I don't know what it is, but it's John. And you sit there and you run and the Holy Ghost says, John 2 again. And the next day, John 2 again. And you're like, Lord, I thought I... And, and then day five of John 2, you begin to, whoa, I never saw that. Yes, because you, you are no longer wallowing in the shallow end of intimacy. Number four, the test of servanthood. Oh, yeah. Pastor, you've changed my life. We hear that as ministers. Oh, man, you hear that. You've changed, you've changed my life. So you keep hearing that, and you keep hearing that for 20 years. People saying, oh, I was about to kill myself. And oh, you, you, because of you, because of you. Take it from me. That if you keep hearing that and hearing that and hearing that, you sometimes develop amnesia. You forget who's doing it. That's why you have guys like me spend time here too much. They begin to think they're amazing. We're not amazing. I have no power to change a life, to cause sin to be washed away from a sinner. How can I even begin to understand that? I am but a servant. I am but a servant. And I must never forget. But here, this you keep hearing. That's why my office, Lisa, Lisa runs our office. I don't listen to any, 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 like she doesn't send me that, oh, Dr. Nish, you were amazing. No, she's not. She doesn't send me criticisms because I don't work for you. Really, I don't want to have, I've decided there's about four or five voices that, that know my family, that care about me, that love me. Those people can say, can criticize. They are quite, um, but everybody else, la, 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 because everybody else just sees this. I don't like how it speaks. I don't like how you do. I don't like how. Why do we don't believe in notice boards? We don't believe in like feedback, feedback, feedback. I don't. We don't work for you. The man, the minister does not work for people. You work for Jesus. But you do need accountability. Find, I've got two or three men who will say, Dennis, too much on the road. Go home. Ingrid needs you. My wife can tell on me to these people. She has, she has, the, she even, even she takes up with Lisa. What is she doing? What is she doing? She, I am accountable. I'm coming that way. But everybody else, I don't work for you. I don't work for you. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. How do you respond when they spit on you? In fact, here, you ready? The truest test of a servant is if you act like a servant when you're treated like a servant. Because you can say, I'm a servant, I'm a servant, I'm a servant. But when they go, because <laughs> sometimes I see, I see ministers, you know, we're conference and maybe we arrive in a car, maybe people don't know that who we are. 
And you see my friends, you see us when, when the usher says, you, you, come here. And you, see, you look at them. Ah, I am, I am doctor, bishop. I am, no, no. <laughs> They've just treated you like a servant. They just treated me like I am nothing. That's the test. Am I, re- do I, am I really a servant? Do you know how I'm a servant? I know I'm a servant is when they treat me like a servant. How do I behave when I'm treated like a servant? That's how I know I'm a servant. Otherwise, I think I'm a servant. Does that make sense? The truest test of a servant is if you will act like a servant when you're treated like a servant. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. <laughs> okay, okay. We naturally like to show that we're better. We're, we're better. We're skilled. We're whatever. And so um, Jesus says, Jesus says, these guys are arguing. Matthew 9. What were you arguing about on the way here? He asked them. He said, well, we're thinking, who's the best? Who's the chief among us? You know, Jesus doesn't say, you should never argue about that. He doesn't. He does not mind that they are debating who's boss. But he says this. If anyone wants to be first, he must be content to be last. Become a servant of all. Path to the top is to the bottom. I said it last time. If you want the microphone, you don't go for the microphone. You go for the broom. The way to the microphone is the mop. You want the microphone, go mop, mop, mop. Way to the pulpit is the toilet. Go clean the toilets. God's, in God's government, we descend to the top. We don't go to the top. We descend to the top. Amen? 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 <laughs> okay. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The tension between who I wish to be treated to like and how I wish to be treated and how I really am treated, that's the, that's the test of servanthood. Am I really entitled to respect? Maybe, because I'm a servant of God. No, my only entitlement is the spot in the bottom galley of God's ship. That's it. That's it. When you know you are nothing, you don't get all wound up when people treat you like nothing. In fact, you don't really care if they notice what they talk about. You don't care about feedback. This is big. Addiction to feedback. Feedback. This is big for servants. Do they like it? Do they like it? Okay, fine. Um, I, I understand. I critique, I critique myself. But this idea of, uh, hey, hey, well, well, did they like it? Did they? Actually, in fact, I wanted to finish my thought. I don't listen to criticisms because they don't, you know, but I also, but I, also I don't, also don't listen to praise. Because what would that be telling of me if I, yeah, just don't tell me the bad things, Lisa, but tell me the good things. Uh-uh. Good or bad, doesn't matter. Because they're all opinions. Opinions. Whose opinion matters most? In fact, overall, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. Lord, did I please you? Did I please you? Amen. Did we please him? Amen. That's it. <sighs> Hallelujah. Amen. Do you throw tantrums when you don't get respected? And you've developed amnesia, then you've forgotten. In fact, most people, most preachers become these big heads because they develop amnesia. They forgot that before they got the microphone, they were the usher on the side. You forget. But years and years of 
book selling, best selling, all this, yeah, make you forget that you are but an under roar. Amen. Come on, under roar. Amen. amen. Number five, almost done. The test of reputation. Reputation is a summation of how people perceive you, how they see you, have you. And here's, here, this is simple here. If you've never been misperceived, you've never been seen. Amen. As soon as you're visible, you're susceptible to human perception. People are judging me right now. I, in fact, whenever I stand up, I'm ready to be judged. I could think I'm wonderful, but somebody else, in fact, in fact, this is, this is a damning stat, statistic. About one in, two, in five people are objectionable to anything regardless of the content. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is bad, Pastor. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, you, you, so, so about when pastor comes and says, hey, we're going to change this, about one in five people are going to say, I don't like it. Do you understand it? I don't know, I don't know, but I don't like it. They don't like it. Whether pastor could explain till it's blue. They don't like it. They don't like it. So if you're going to be thin-skinned, you'll never do ministry. You can't be a servant of God because God is going to take you to tell you to do things that people are going to like. Amen? Amen? amen. Come on, amen? amen? Bible says, a servant, Jesus says, John 15, 27, is no greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. And persecution, I need to say, persecution isn't when somebody doesn't like you. Persecution is when you get attacked for your passion for Jesus. Amen. And I say this, love Jesus hard enough. Someday, somebody will attack you for it. In fact, the minister, acquire, the minister learns to acquire the taste for the cup of persecution. Persecution. Thou preparest a table before mine enemies. Enemies, enemies. Before you dine, somebody is an enemy. Somebody's enemy. People, enemy is somebody who doesn't like you. Sometimes, and I say this, sometimes an enemy will benefit you more than a friend. <laughs> Have you been there? Have you been there when, when like me, Lord, 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 take them away. In Jesus' name, I counsel them. And God's like, no, they're there. They're there. They're there. They're there for you. And like, yeah. at the end of the day, like, oh, Lord, thank you for that man. Because of that man, I'm here. Ooh, I've got such men. Talk to Joseph without his brothers. Mm. Inside of a 13-year-old cocky Joseph, God has a deliverer of his people. But he's 13 and he's in a desert dwelling somewhere. God needs to transplant him to Egypt. What does God use? Brothers who hate him. Ah, sell him. Slavery. That's bad. He's there. Okay, fine. He catches a break. He's in Potiphar's house. Probably thinking, God, thank you for breakthrough. I'm the chief servant. Oh, that's cool. Oh, Potiphar's wife likes him. Boom. Bad. Prison. God's using these relationships to take the man of God. First of all, remove cockiness. I mean, he was a little cocky. I dreamt that all of you guys were, th were just like bowing down before me. Even you, you and you, daddy, you and mom, daddy, mommy, all of you were bound up. That, that, that's him. God's thinking, ay, 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 ay. And he, this process here, about 30 years, I think, I didn't know, it takes, and God 
now he's a, a man with discretion, a man who's actually, because of him, God saves his people. Amen. So don't be too quick to curse your enemy. Yeah, don't be, don't, don't be, don't be, don't be. Except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and abides not. It abides not. For if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. How do you know you're dead? But what you do when you're attacked, defamed, insulted, discredited, persecution, the way you react is a measure of how dead you are. Mm. Mm. Woo! I don't like that one. Yes, if you're, if you're dead. I'm dead. Hallelujah. Well, get poked. Get poked. Mm. And you're like, hey, don't do that. Don't look at me like that. Yeah, they disrespect me. Oh, yeah. Disrespect you. Yeah, my respect. Respect, respect. You should be dead. Yeah. Okay, number six. Almost done. The test of time. Ah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. God uses time to skill his servants. Moses, 80 years. Joseph, 13 years. David, 14 years. John the Baptist, 30 years for a six and a half year ministry. <laughs> this day, right? How many? 30 years to prepare for a short ministry. These days, we want to prepare six months for a 30 year ministry. Uh, uh, becoming has a price tag, I usually say. It's time, it's time. I say, if you want a weed, give me 24 hours. If you want a squash, three months. If you want a pineapple, one year. If you want an oak tree, Seven years. Seven years. It takes time. I'm sorry. It takes time to go for God to skill his servants. Nothing happens like that. Nothing happens like that. <sighs> oh, can I get out now? No, nope, not yet. God's thinking, I want you browner. Because you're, you're in this hot space, right? You're in this hot space. God, can I get out now? Can I get out now? It's like, and, and then especially when you look at others and you're like, how come he's out? He's out. Well, he's ready. You're not. You're not. He looks at you and you're thinking, God, please. Yeah, I discern some of you are there. Come on. God does not make replicas, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, in his mind, he's too far too creative, you know. I am Dennis, there will never be another one. In order to skill me, to make me, he has had to do certain things with me. And he's going to do certain things with you. going to do certain things with you, brother. Green shirt, certain things with you. God's doing certain things with you. Shika for alabaya. Uh oh, uh oh, oh, it's getting harder to finish. Okay, I've got to go to number seven. Oh, power God's here. Ooh, the test of success. This is the last one. So you build that church. So you write that book. So you release that record. Test of success. Yeah. What do you do when things begin to work? I've seen friends of mine who were, we were amazing. We all grew together. We, they loved God. But they, something happened when they had this 2,000 member church. They were really good. Some, I look at him. There's another friend of mine that I know here in California. 
No, 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 not here in California. In, in America. We were good. I met him recently. There were like 7,000 people, you know, Florida. Awesome ministry. And, and so somebody comes and tells him, hey, this, uh, this usher, sorry, our elder, this elder is missing. We don't know where he's at. For three days, three weeks. We haven't seen him in three weeks. And he turns to him and says, I don't know, I, I can't afford to care about that. We, need, we have a service to start. We have a service to start. And so uh, I'm thinking, well, you would never have said that. You would have never said that. The, the boy that you were when we were growing up, something changed you. You became drunk on success. When it began to work, you failed the test of success. Success when things begin to work. What do you do? And not many of us enjoy this, but okay, maybe it, let's not think about this big levels. Think about you finally build that children's church department. You finally have the choir going like you want. Or you finally, what do you do? What do you do? First of all, God doesn't measure success by numbers. This is actually very important. Success, God doesn't measure success by any human matrix. He doesn't. Numbers, budget, size, scope, clicks, likes. No, he doesn't. Those are human. God doesn't say, oh, he's good now. The church is a thousand. Yay. Uh-uh. Because there are certain parts of the world where you can never have a thousand member church. There are certain parts of the world where, you, where your church can only be 12. So you're a failure then? Because your church is 12? Mm, no. Because what's happening now is because we're, we're, we're trumpeting this idea that big is better. Do you know that people are leaving, people who are called to the ministry are leaving little towns to go to a big town so they can have a big church. I remember this one pastor, you know, we were, I was teaching in a pastor's conference and during the break time, this man comes and says, Oh, pray for us. We're just struggling. I said, oh, what, what are you doing? And he said, yeah, we're in a little town. I wish God would bless us with this. We're in this big mega church and marble everywhere, you know. And he says, yeah, when I look at people like this, they're really serving God. I said, what do you mean? And he says, yeah, my, I said, what's your, she said, yeah, my church is like 120. And I said, okay. So somehow the Holy Ghost just had me ask him, What's, your, what's the size of your town? And it says, my town is like 1,800. I said, this church, we're in Chicago. Yes, it's a 3,500 member church, but Chicago is 9 million people. Your church, you have a church of 120. And your town is 1,800? And you think that's a small church? I said, that's a big church. And he's like, huh? I said, but your problem is, yeah, you'll probably never, you'll probably never be full time. You won't have buses and television ministries and all that. You probably won't ever. I mean, keep your job, your bank job. But God has sent you a job that you're going to steward these 14 families. You're going to be good at that. And he just began to cry because he was measuring success based on a number. It's not clicks, it's not numbers, it's not altitude, it's not, it's not that. God does not measure success, even if, I don't even know that he even uses the word success. He 
You know what it uses? It uses the word obedience. We're measured. Our performance is measured by obedience, not success. Success is a human matrix. Because the human matrix is numbers, size, budgets. No. So, let me read this. <laughs> okay, 2 Corinthians 3. No, no, 2, 11. Paul. So I repeat, let no one think that I'm a fool, Paul writes. But if I do, at least show me the patience you would show a fool. So that I too may boast a little. Now he's going to boast a little. Paul, of course, what I'm about to tell you is not with the Lord's authority, but as a fool. I'm going to speak as a fool. But basically, Paul's going to say, okay, now this is not the Holy Ghost telling me to write this or whatever, but let me speak this, he says. For since many love to boast about their worldly achievements, allow me the opportunity to join them. Basically, here's my resume. He's going to, I am a super, uh, uh, says, are these super apostles of yours? Hebrews? Yeah, I am too. Basically, I'm a Hebrew too. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they descendants of Abraham? Me too. Are they servants of the anointed one? I am beside myself when I speak this way, which is basically, oh, I shouldn't speak this but I am much more of a servant than they. And then it says, and then it says oh, now are you ready? Now it's going to break it down. I have worked much harder for God. I've taken more beatings. I've been dragged to more prisons than they. I've been flogged excessively multiple times, even to the point of death. Five times I've received 39 lashes from the Jewish leaders. This is big. 39 lashes. Okay. Once they stoned me. By the way, they don't stop stoning until you're dead. So we think he died. Once they stoned me. Three times I've been shipwrecked. For an entire night and day I was adrift in the open sea. In my difficult travels I've faced many dangers, dangerous situations. Perilous rivers, robbers, foreigners and even my own people. I've survived deadly peril in the city, in the wilderness, with storms at sea, with spies posing as believers. I've toiled to the point of exhaustion. I've gone through many sleepless nights. I've frequently been deprived of food and water. Uh huh. Uh huh. I've been left hungry, shivering out in the cold. This is the great Apostle Paul, whose writings we take, by the way, and say, ah, For God shall supply all my needs in kindness. So God wants me to be rich. He wants me to. Be... Uh uh. This is the man who wrote the scriptures that we're taking and saying, God just wants us to be happy and rich. He's explaining his resume. Okay. Left hungry, shivering out in the cold, lacking proper clothing. Paul, like, <laughs> and besides these painful circumstances, I have the daily pressure of my responsibility of all the churches with a deep concern weighing heavily on my heart for all their welfare. I am not aloof for who is desperate and weak. I do not feel their weakness. Who is led astray into sin? I do not burn with zeal to restore him. Do I not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If boasting is necessary, I will boast about examples of my weakness. Basically, lashes, rods, stonings, peril. Paul does not pride himself in the victories and accomplishments, in successes, but boasts in moments of humbling, of peril, of pain and brokenness because of 
my love for Christ, he writes, I am made stronger. For my weakness becomes a portal to God's power. It is not the crowds. It is not the notoriety, friends. It's not that that qualifies us. I'm not here because of that. I'm here because the bug-infested rooms I've had, the expired food I've eaten, the crazy poisonings, the betrayal, the exhaustion. That's what qualifies me to stand in front of you. Not the accolades or the degrees that I have or the books I've written, but my beatings and sufferings. Amen. Now I realize this is all this is antithetical to modern popular Christian doctrine. I know that. But friends, I'm here to tell you, we have changed it. We have distorted it. This is what you're seeing on the TVs and all the, the internet. This is not how it was supposed to be. This is not how it began. We think, we, we think ourselves arrogant enough to distort it and change it. No wonder we're not having the fruit. We are called to die. To die to you. By dying you live. I am now going to tell you, God has his heart on San Angelo. He's looking in on you. There's something in this city that's unique. You've heard that a million times. There's something in this church which is amazing. God, you should pinch yourself that you're part of this church because there's a spiritual desolation around the country. People are stuck in churches where, oh, my pastor is just replicating stuff from YouTube. Please help me. This is the letters we get. Please help me. Please. We don't know where to go. I don't know. Don't know. We just, we just, we just, we're just taking John Maxwell stuff and just putting the scriptures. We just motivation. My, it's all God loves you. God wants you happy. That's all I hear all week. All, all, all year. You must be. Be grateful God's blessed you here where they will tell you what hurts. This is the full gospel you're getting here. So, will you, like Moses, who led God's people out of Israel but failed to enter the promised land, God forbid, Noah builds an act but loses control is drunk, loses dignity. Samson slays his hundreds. But <laughs> God's extraordinary might fine, but he ends up, dies blind. We need to pass the test of success. When what God's done here, it's working. Amen? This is amazing. But there's a Next. The hand of God is turning a page. Next chapter of the church, Freedom Fellowship. You're here. Not because, yeah, maybe you thought, yeah, I like this. I volunteer. Uh-uh. We forgive you for that. <laughs> okay, but you're here. Amen. Your hands on the plow. In fact, the invitation this morning, hands on the plow. The plow is going to shake. Because... <sighs> Because you've got to be blind to not know that there's trouble ahead. 
you know. There's pressure ahead. The American Christian is about to face what, the, what we face over there, the choice between Jesus. Because it's been easy, I say this last time, I think it's been easy up to now to be an American Christian. Because American Christians are nice. Americans are nice. They're nice people. They generally go to church. But wait till the pressure is elevated because we're the ones who are saying it's wrong to kill babies. It's wrong. God actually did create a man, did create women, a man, women. We have sex, whatever. We're just sexes that are just assigned at birth. Ah, we're the ones who are absolutist and they're about to point at us. So we're going to need to stand. The day where the, the day of weakness is coming to an end and in, and in this pressure, a, a new church is going to be birthed. In this a church of believers who just are sold out. Amen. 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 But before then, uh, well, while that's happening, there's going to be a crisis. A crisis out there of identity. Who am I? And we've got the answers. And we're going to have to be bold to say, we know Jesus. You come here. We're going to be able to get, people are going to have to be happy to get into trouble. Americans are going to get into trouble. American Christians will get into trouble. Are we okay getting into trouble? Those are going to be, the, that's what's in front of us. Are we okay to lose our 501c3 status? Because that's, that's also some, I've been in Singapore and some of those countries where they don't even have that. Those churches have got $19, $20 million in the bank. Like little church, churches were like, because they just, you know what? We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna fill out the coffers, God's house with money. When there's a crisis, some of the churches, when there's a crisis, the church is actually renting an airplane along with World Vision. What's that? Yeah, that's something Christian church center. That's our plane going to that disaster area because there's money. And there's no 501c3 status. But they're so on fire. They say, if I can go to a restaurant and spend money and not get a tax refund, rebate, whatever, why don't I give to God? Why do I have to have a write-off? We need to, I need to start talking like this in America to prepare you because there's going to be a time. My friends in Europe are having to decide right now. I've got friends, Sweden, some of the largest churches that we go to. They have actually been told, you can't say, Husband, wife on stage. You have to say partner. And now they're deciding. Uh, oh, and, and by the way, you need to employ some Muslims in your church. You need to employ some, some gay people in your church or whatever, you know, homosexuals, because that's, that's equity. It's coming to the church. And because you have said you're a non-governmental, 501c, whatever, they don't call it different, a religious corporation, you are obligated to, to, to equally employ these people, minorities. So that one of the churches is just getting by. They heard the Muslims who've been sent to, to, by the government, they end up getting saved. <laughs> but, they're, but they're ready to go to just, hey, whenever the government says, because they're, they're, this is coming, we're, we're, we're heading towards that. That's why I'm excited when churches, you know, we, we need to develop streams of revenue. Amen. Because there's Catholic churches, they have real estate and all that. 
So they don't develop, they don't rely on the government and whatever, you know. So, so I, I believe that's coming right now. When churches will own property, will own businesses. So we're not beholden to a system. So we can serve God. Paul says, even though I had right to your offerings, to your help, he worked with his hands. Paul, in the morning, he made tents. Why? So, he, so his revenues, his upkeep doesn't come from donations. This is where we're going. Are you ready? Are you ready? Come on, are you ready, guys? All right, this tests. This tests. Real quick. Comments, questions, real quick. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Amen. 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 Somebody else. Yes. Anybody else? Anybody else? Test of faith. Test of time. Test of reputation. Test of isolation. Amen. Questions, comments? Then we're going to fall on our face before Jesus. Questions, comments? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I, I can't attach it. Test of isolation is uh, you to to be okay serving Jesus when you're not understood, when you don't without company, without company. You know, you 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 will have to. Everybody, some of these things. Um, I, these are observational. I didn't like, you know, the, I looked at ministries and friends of ministry and all this, you know, I see Dr. Seal, I see, I see all these friends and these are, I got these from collectively looking at, at the journeys of ministries around the world. And I see, oh, isolation, oh, reputation, oh, you're attacked, oh, some people just, they could not understand they got accused, pastor gets accused of something and that destroys him. It's like, wait, have, that's why it's important to have a few people that love you, that love you, that when you're attacked, you, they say, come on, don't, don't listen, don't listen, don't listen. And friends who love you to not, I, I've got friends who love me, who, my friends don't show me stuff. <laughs> you know, like, hey, Dennis, they said this, said this about you in the newspapers, and no, no, that's not your friend. Yeah, yeah I just wanted to show you this. No, don't show me every, every guys, everything you see has energy. Energy. In fact, in fact, please don't look at your criticism. Delete old emails of, of I don't care. I cannot believe it. Don't, don't look at it again, ever again. You don't need to rehearse. You don't need to say, I, I just want to see what, what are you looking at that? Yeah, she was really mean to me. No, don't. Because it, it, it takes you back to the place of injury. It's what's called re-injury. Sometimes, every time you listen to, you listen to old voice clips of your ex-boyfriend or whatever, just, don't stop. Don't, don't. Amen? Amen? Meditate and uh, I thank you. So your friends love you. They shield you. They protect you. And so when isolation comes, you're not really alone. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Anybody? Anybody else? Yes, sir.
Uh, yeah, the theocracies have always been problematic, though historically, theocracies is 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 every time we've achieved a theocracy, we've had problems because we we then we have we have a centralized government telling churches how to be, what to be. That that's problematic. It was never designed to be. It was supposed to be like it's supposed to be. In fact, we're supposed to be in the minority. We're supposed to be disruptive. Christianity, in its by design, is disruptive. It's just, it's not a populist movement. This is this is something that's been an issue. We're not supposed to, in fact, have masses of people saying, "Yay, we love Jesus." We're supposed to have masses of people saying, "We don't love Jesus." So, we're, so we're strong. It's the opposite. But oh, fine, we do end up building sometimes big clusters of people who just, "Yeah, we love." But 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 on the whole. Christianity has all historically been threatened by pre-existing past systems. And whenever, whenever we attain theocracies, we go crazy. Look at Rome. We go crazy. We start saying, if you're not a believer, we're going to cut you up. And we actually justify killing people because they don't believe Jesus. This, the world has been like that before. So, so, so we need to actually be ready for this other side of, of being up. Where they will, if they love, if you love me, they will hate you. We need to be ready for that. Let's be ready for that. They'll hate you. And so the government may like us. In fact, what America is, in fact, there's been danger in, in, in it's, it's caused us, it's caused very weak Christians. You are the, I'm sorry to say, you're some of the weakest Christians in the body of Christ. Uh, Christians who, have, who are cushioned by systems that, that, okay, you can pray. You don't need to, hey, there's, a, there's a Jesus, hallelujah. There's in the, in the TV, there's Jesus everywhere. You go to church, countries in the Middle East, Africa, where there's no, where, whoa, the church is strong. Oh, church is strong. Everybody's standing up by themselves. By themselves, no, there's almost zero church splits because you just you're not gonna. Like, I don't like you. I don't like the pastor. He's not. This, you don't even have the luxury of like. I don't like my. No, you're my pastor. Hallelujah. I, I like my. He didn't. He didn't preach deep. He didn't preach deep. He preached the word. John three. That's good for me. You know, because because you are you are concerned about bigger issues than he wasn't deep today. He wasn't deep. Oh, the choir, the way they, they worship minister, he didn't do it for me. Didn't do it for me. You get there, you get on your, you do it for you. Let them, because you get to places where, where the choirs, they're all singing off because they're all not trained. Nobody's trained. So you get there like, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And you, everybody's like, ah, 7,000 people going, hallelujah. That's all. That's all because, because all we need today is just, just hallelujah. That's it. I'm not going to be, I don't care that the band is doing this, is moderating, is changing, is transitions. No, no. Is the, the music is there, out of balance. It's, today is out of balance. No, you don't see one person going. They're all like, oh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, ah, yeah, yeah. and the power of God, the glory of God's moving. People are praying for each other because we are, we are, and, and when pastor comes to preach, we're all like, we're ready. He says, open the Bible. You're like, that, that's in the, 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 I'm going to preach the word of the Lord tonight. You're like, he's going to preach a word of the Lord from there. And you're like, and it says, John 3, 16. Yay! You because you you just because it's not about depth like profound revelatory like skills of no it's like bring the word 
Remember, bef- Christianity started before the Bible. There was no Bible. Have you ever thought about that? There was no Bible when Christianity began. They had the Torah, which you find in the synagogue, which special people have to read to you. Can you imagine having to bind demons, do deliverance on numbers? Numbers chapter, and by the way, it wasn't even, it wasn't even, there was no like numbers chapter, there was no nothing. The word says, five books, that's all they had. For about 300 years, there was no church building. It was all little. 300 years? But yet, that's where it began. Today, I don't know, my church, my church building. No, no. This is, that's not the original intent. Amen. So when they bring the word, you tremble. You're like, oh, pastor says he has a word the next three weeks. You should be, you should be like, oh, there's a word. God has put a word in his servant for me. Not yeah, he said it has a word for three weeks. Let's let's I don't know. I'm I'm not feeling it. You're not feeling it? I've seen that. It's not deep enough. Hasn't he preached that before? Yeah. What if the Holy Ghost says, preach it again? No, you, because he told me that. We're going to a conference. The Lord says, preach it again. I'm like, they're going to think I have nothing else to preach. So I preach it again, preach it again, preach it again. And oh my goodness, by the end of the third day, it was, I couldn't have, it was like, and, and yeah, yeah, meditate on the word. Remember, day and night, the same thing, the same things, day and night. There was no dogma, there was no depth, there was no, no, same thing. The rabbis that they stood up, the stage, the same thing, you read the same thing. We're going to pray. No, one more. Comment. Something. Something anyway. Pastor, you want to add any guys, friends, ministers, servants of God? Want to add something? Please. Yes, sir. Yeah. 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 There, there's a transference. When you, this is big, when you and we mentor, mentor some really wealthy people, when you make your business, say, and you really, you have this, this almost vow, Lord, this is your business, this is your money. Trust me, you're going to have enough to buy buildings, whatever, buy houses, go to vacations. But if you make this your business, his business, do you know he's looking? Okay, one of the most dangerous people is a, is a rich, is a, is, a, is a believer who has money. 
very, and I, 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 I tell these wealthy people, I know you come and you sit there because the irony is crazy. We get up in our churches every morning and we're like, we, we sometimes speak, speak in a way that makes affluent people feel bad because you're chasing money, mammon, money, money. So they're like, but then on Monday, guess who you want to have breakfast with? Is the man with the money because that brother or that sister actually God has sent him into the house to facilitate the vision. So all the dreams that we have here are going to need money. So we need, in fact, we call them marketplace ministers. People who are actually called to make a lot of money and pour them into the kingdom. Can you imagine? Here's, here's, here's pretty cool. A little tribe in the Amazon that has no Bible. Some, but it needs, you need $3 million to translate the Bible into that language. Your normal usual local church is usually busy about... God at that point needs a man, a woman, whom he has given wealth to say... This Amazonian village has no Bible. That is a ministry that only a wealthy person would say yes to. Because you don't, you know, they don't need to just, just go. You can go and help translate, but it's going to need funding. We need funding for us to do the damage we're going to do. Right now, we're looking at incredible, crazy things over Africa. Everything needs money. Everything needs money. And, but we're, but so we're going to come in with resources and we're going to, there's the universities. There's a lot of, there's a lot. I mean, the universities, there's American foundation. This is, this is shameful. American governmental agencies are actually in the universities in Africa paying professors to teach transgenderism and same sex, whatever, all that, in Africa. And they, they find a, a poor surgeon they will pay him money to have to perform a sex change operation or whatever that's called. Gender, what's it called? Gender affirming care. Reassignment. One or two, they will pay them a lot of money to do that. And then they will list the country. Oh, Uganda is now LGBTQIA compliant because we have two cases or three cases. And that will then, again, there's American organizations pouring money into Africa, distorting sexuality inside of Africa. It takes money. While we Christians, we're here bickering about churches, about our, well, I think there has to be a new kind of missionary, a new kind of church, church like this that says, we're going to reach the lost, we're going to reach the homeless, but oh wait, we also, there's another front line. There's a country that we can take back. That's what we're doing. We're doing that across Africa. It's, it's crazy. Africa is 85% of, of uh, 70% of Africa is under the age of 30. All young. And they're all impressionable. All of them are TikTok, you know, Facebook. And so the, the cultures are being destroyed. It's just, it's just there's carnage. It's a front line. They're getting saved, but we need to train the minds. And that needs, all that needs wealth. This, so, so there is people like in this church, God is going to make some of you incredibly wealthy. You will buy the homes. Again, this is a whole other level of thinking. 
wealth, yes, you can. How many know you can only live in so many homes? After you have the homes, after you have the zeros, after all your kids are done, there's a surplus. That surplus, how dangerous it is to come to Pastor Herod and say, there's a million dollars, Pastor, what are you going to do with it? Do you know how much damage they can do? How much damage they can do? But you need to make, you need to stop thinking about your job. If you have a job that generates income, stop thinking about survival. Think Think more. Think, I'm going to, God, give me the ingenuity to grow this thing to absolute crazy. Because that's what's happening in, in, in Singapore. In Singapore, I'm just we're visiting this pastor and, and, and you know, he, he says, oh, we're going to wait. We were coming Tuesday morning. And, and this guy was in the, in the parking lot sweeping, sweeping the floors, sweeping the road. The, the, he said, oh, wait, wait, wait. He said, do you know that guy? That guy is the number one architect in the country. He makes $7 million or eight, whatever. Just him personally. He said, but on Tuesday, he's here sweeping the floors. That, he, that job is more, he will, he will not even see the president because what he does on Tuesday, I sweep the floors at the church. But whenever there's a flood or whatever, those, they've got like 20 of those in the, in the in congregation. So the church has airplanes that are ready to go. As you know, and these are young people who are just you, you would never, you would never, but they have made Jesus part of their business. They said, We're not just because they don't, it's everything is everything is everything is together. I love Jesus, He will give me wealth, not just to just to profit me, but to build His, his kingdom. Amen. When we go to Israel, we go to we visit Magdala, and one of the most, more, most important disciples of Jesus who's not known was Mary Magdala because her and three other girls they actually funded Jesus's ministry Jesus could not have done what he did and look at the disciples uh, the, the Pharisees and said you did yeah, yeah. But because he had funding he had these women whom God had put what this one um, Susanna was in part of it was his her husband was was in, in part of uh, was uh, in charge of the purse of of um, Caesar very wealthy. So she's, what do you want to eat? Jesus, you need money? You need money. So money is important. Amen? Amen? Come on, amen? amen? Is that offending to some of you? You better, you better kill this religious cow. Your money is, money is huge. <laughs> the, the hypocrisy, the hypocrisy. Don't talk about money. But, you, but from Monday to Friday, you're going to be chasing money. But you don't want us to talk about it here. <laughs> so, so please, when you go, please, I, I'm encouraging you. Thank you for the question. Let's go beyond. Lord, help us pay bills. No, Lord, help us pay our bills. Pay, pay 10, 10, 10. I want to come to the church and say, Pastor, you know, there's a church we were in two, two weeks ago. And, and they, all the members, whenever they go grocery shopping, they actually buy more more groceries than they need and they bring it to church. So the church has a pantry full of stuff to give away. Without, without even the church needing to spend, the members spend an extra 10, an extra 20, an extra 30. So, you know, so, so let's just, let's just, let's just, sorry? Yeah, whenever, yeah. So, so, so please, 
the money is going to be really important in the next, the whole, the, the reason why the government has a stronghold on, on many churches shut down because of, during COVID because of the stronghold of money. The government actually, some of the governments, local governments actually instructed the churches to shut down and they were given a lot of money for doing that. So, amen. Oh, glory to God. You're ready. You're ready. Amen. Let's 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 get up. Let's get up. Thank you, Lord. Um Fejeborolovaya. Pesheverolobostavia. Shekanavan in Nadia. Zim Navora Labayata. Sita Zim and Nevishubo. Paralaboshpiki. Karalalazaba. Ola Laboshipi City Biga. Shikiti Sibida Baba. Yala Sibia. Oh, there is an expansion. Woo, expansion. Woman of God, come here, woman. Yeah, you, you. Come right here, woman of God. Come closer. Hands up before Jesus. Ah, I've not forgotten what I've said, says the Lord. You got these promises. Been waiting on them. God the clock. God the clock. I know the clock. You trust me. You trust me. His hand touches you. And touches you now. Fire. Fire. Zibogusbimada. Stirring. That's it. Yes. Yes, that's it. Yes, yes. That's it. Yes, yes. That's it. Yes, yes. That's it. Yes, yes. That's it. You will serve God till you close your eyes. You will serve him. You have said that, Lord, I do. All I, all I need is you, Lord. It's one of your favorite songs. All I need is you, Lord. It's you, Lord. All I need is you. All I need is you. All I need is you. So... Father, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he's touching you this morning. He's touching you this morning. Empty yourself this morning of all expectations. This is, this is a word for a lot of us. Um, we have built little caricatures of what we think it's going to be like. The Lord is blowing that up. In fact, I want to tell you right now, it is not what you think it's going to look like. It's going to be better. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be grander, but it will be better than what you plan. This is very big across here because, because, it, because the Lord needs to just, just upset. Just can you, can you let him distort this, what you have here, for what he has here? What he has here, he has here, he has here. Woman of God, come here. Come here, right here. They say, Mogovalala. Look where I've picked you from. I've picked you from. You were on a trajectory. Mm. Will you allow me to interrupt? Will you allow me to? You've got some disappointments already. 
because your thought, your your brain is you've got a big brain. You you don't think this because school didn't quite do what you thought you were supposed to do, and so you let your teenage years speak loud, louder than they should have. You're not that girl. You're not that girl. You are not that girl. Now you will expand and you will do great exploits. Fire. Mhm. Yeah. Fire. Membo zuki midi buspalala. Yeah, right here. Ooh. Yeah. Miscarried? No, no, you did not. You did not miscarry the dream. No, no, you did not. No, you did not. No, you did not. This shall be as the Lord has spoken. As the Spirit of God has spoken, yeah, this is a, this is a life-altering moment for you. You love Jesus hard. They will write about you. They will talk about you. You don't seek it, but it's so big inside of you. You got a big, big, a big calling on your life. You sit with it now. Woo, kebo zikaba. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's going to feel like a, a cry, but that's okay. You can shout, you can cry, whatever, but it's, but a noise needs to come out. A noise need to needs to come out. A noise dishabu kabo kabara busa dishibu kodasibi. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, louder. Yeah. Louder. Yeah, louder. You will birth it. Pa. You will birth it. You will birth it. You will birth it. Yeah. 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 Come on, woman of God. That's good. You will birth it. Oh, rebo suke baba. Oh, rebo suke baba. Uh-oh, come here. Come here this. Okay, this is good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now you're gonna turn around. You see her. You see her. You love her. You receive from her. You receive from her. Say talabo vokarla baba sibibia, the dash to bokushi pito sibia. Oh, woman of God, come here real quick. Say talabo vokushi pito Hands up. Jesus, thank you for birthing. You will become. You will not be frustrated. You will not be frustrated. 
It's okay. Stay, birth. She's a woman with a red, with a black cap over there. Ma'am, come here. Come here, come here, come here, come here. Come here, come here, come here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We've gone long, but we're gonna be going on long, but stay with me just a little bit longer. It's right here, right here. Right here, right here. I shall wipe away the tears. The tears from your eyes. Somebody help her. There you go. (laughs) Jesus is amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing. Evangelists, evangelists here. Evangelists. Okay, I want to, this is big actually this morning. Evangelists are not like people just stand up in street corners, but you burn for souls. It is here. You burn for souls. I want you here. You burn for souls. Your heart is burning. It's like, oh that they may see Jesus. That they may see Jesus. May see Jesus because this is the reason for the church. This this church has got quite a bunch of you. You burn for souls. You burn for souls. You are the tip of the spear. The growth of this church. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, oh, it's exploding, 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 exploding. The, the hand, the finger of God touches you all. The finger of God touches you. Some ushers just did a spin and a pass, baby. pa, pa, pa. The heart of God. The heart of God. The heart for the lost. You will stay up at night gripped with strategic plans to fill the house of God. Oh! Uh oh. Yeah, this is big. Boom! Boom! Hey! Hey! Ooh. Hey! Oh! Woman, lava boss, bende ba 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 ba. Pa! Dera la casa mama. Oh! Oh! Drink, 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 drink of the rivers. Drink, 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 woman of God. Drink. Whoa. When you come up here, whoa. when you come up here, whoa. it is not me by any means of the. It's the, the hand of God. I see this angel going up and down. An angel of the Lord de la bravoche. Over here, there's people here. You have this heart you want to gather people you want to shepherd you want to not necessarily start a church but your heart is 
that, that, that people may grow, that people may mature and they grow. That's your heart. Let's fill this area here. That people may grow. They grow. I want people to grow and grow and get rooted in the Word. They get rooted in the Word. Over here, over here. Ooh, over here, over here. Over here, over here. Get rooted in the Word. Whoa. Ooh, they're rooted in the Word. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Rooted in the Word. Rooted in the Word. Rooted in the Word. Come here, both of you, closer. In the Word. The Lord has His hand on you. You don't see half of what you should see. Is a blinding. Speak to your eyes. Be open. Be open. From today, from now, you get it. You understand it because God bypasses your head and right now pierces your heart with His love. It's a deep love that you can't contain but a love also for you. You will love you. You will forgive you. You will forgive you. You will forgive you. You will forgive you. The hand of God's upon you. Both of you, the Lord shall use you. The Lord has a work for 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 you. Oh, the hand of the Lord. The power of God's here. 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 Lord, thank you for your heart being, being, hallelujah. <laughs> ah, woo! Some of you who, as my brother was asking about the money, you go businesses and the marketplace ministers. I want you to just, you may be sitting here already. I want you to come stand right next to him. Marketplace, you got a business, you got, you're saying, God, make, make my business your business. Make it, make it your business to, to flow, to to pour resources, incredible amounts of resources. Yes, millions and millions. Yeah, yeah, come here. It's okay. It's okay. Come right here. There's, there's, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's more, more space over here. Marketplace over here, 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 over here. Come on, sir. Take Shaboro La Baba. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lord, thank you. The hand of the diligent maketh rich. 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 Yep, yep, yep. Move down, move down, move down, move down. Move down. Yeah, yeah, over here. This is good too, right here. That's good. Come here, come closer. Yeah, come here, come here. Come closer. Come closer. Don't come sheepishly. Come. You know what? I am here to be a channel of blessings. God will bless me 
and as it blesses me, as it waters this channel, it will flow. It will flow. The homeless, the needy, the broken pastors. I see, I see a, 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 a healing center that is run by this church for ministers. This will happen. It will be a very classy, it will be one of its kind. It'll be, it'll be furnished. It'll be furnished very well. There'll be lots of healing happen. Mar marriages will be restored. Uh, I see kids, I see pastors, kids, see families coming. There's going to be a few suites. There's going to be, and it'll be all fully funded. The Lord shall create, cause restoration. Restoration, marriages, especially families. I see even even kids who have got this this gender dysphoria thing as, as it as it attacks. There's a lot of pastors' homes who are they're in trouble. They're ashamed. Pastors who are ashamed. They're hiding their kids because I mean a great church, but your your kid just told you that he's gay, and you're just you're shocked, and you just they start to hide them. They start to banish them, and so. I, I believe there's no I don't I don't believe I see I see a restoration center for for families of ministers and and tired ministers tired ministers frustrated ministers and I it's, it's sort of like like a lodge but it's a it's a very five star type lodge the best the best the Lord shall provide I see a warehouse I see like a real big supply center filled with all kinds of food, food products and companies actually channeling help through this, through, through this, through this house. These are businesses that will come out of here. I see construction businesses and electrical businesses. The Lord, I don't usually, Lisa will tell you, I don't talk about money like this at all. Um, but there, but there is something here. There's something here. Money will flow into the body of Christ through a lot of hands here. You have been stewards. You've been good stewards. This is this is you're not. You're you're going to be very wealthy, but but beyond that, you will be servants of God, and you'll you will print books and publications and. And I see a lot of stuff on the internet. You, you will. I mean, I mean, just clips, video clips, and, and skits being pumped out, pumped out all over the world, pumped out from here all over the world um, to to influence out of this place, out of this freedom. Freedom will be broadcast. Freedom will be broadcast. In fact, you as a church. You're no longer just going to try to fill this there, this, this, because that's 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 phase one. Phase one's accomplished. Phase two is reaching the nations out of here, out of this house. Nations will be transformed. You actually will impact Africa as well. Africa, Asia, Latin America, Brazil, the islands. I see the islands. I see I see Jamaica and this this the Caribbean influence influence from here going out to the to the rest of the country it shall be so
it shall be so as as you steward lord i thank you for contracts for for deals for business businesses businesses multiplying in fact he told me not to pray he just told me to declare it Jesus, I declare right now. Can we just put those of you, those of you who are in this industries, the the marketplace? Just put your put your hands out like that, Lord. Thank you. That um, in fact, I am just to to challenge you that that uh, that when the Lord, this is not if, when the Lord shall do this, that you will be faithful that you will not forget who did this. You will not forget who did this. You will not make Sunday morning family day where we don't see you anymore because now you can go away and go away and go away. You will serve Jesus with the resources that is going to pour through your hands. Resources. That you will work with the man and the woman of God, the shepherd of this house, and together you will you will vanquish you will give the devil a headache you will give the devil a headache you will give the devil a headache that you will construct residences and buildings and structures and educational programs you i don't see you necessarily building that but you will be in collaboration uh, with with educational systems as well there's going to be a whole department that's going to manage the the this idea this aspect of the ministry the the, the wealth that's going to come through lord we we <laughs> we will be we will be careful to give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise and all the glory honor all the praise in jesus name a- amen um now the devil does not like what we just did. The devil likes to keep the church poor. I don't know why we don't see it. Come closer here. Hands up. Power of God's in you. Close your eyes. This day, the Lord sets you apart to do more than just be successful you will be sent you'll be used of God beyond your wildest imagination I want your heart the Lord says I want your heart I want your passions and watch me work watch me use you to set fires And of God, touch her now. And of God, yeah, touch her now. 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 God's here. Love your ministers. Woo. Thank you, Lord. 
can we just all of us now, Lord, we thank you for the ministry. Thank you, Lord, for this test that we just talked about today. It's really gone long, but we we um, we sat in your presence and Jesus and and, and I'll tell you about this: uh, the draw, woman of God, woman of God. There's a blueprint different than what you know, different than, than what you've seen. You've been feeling the agitation that there's, there's got to be next. There's got to be a next. Next is here, says the Lord now. Now, this requires you to respond to these invitations we talked about, invitations to consider, um, to consider whisperings that are different. You will know his voice differently. You've been yearning for that. Your heart yearns for that. You've seen a lot of things and you but the agitation has continued to grow. Lord, there's gotta be more. And Lord, what's next? And and then the, with that comes the the fear of I don't want to disrespect what you've done. I don't want to look ungrateful, Lord. Spirit of God says, um, are you ready for us to walk the next mile? The next mile. The next mile. Next mile, you're writing in this next mile. You're writing, you're teaching, you're writing. The next mile, you're not. The, the voice begins to emerge. A voice, come closer, that is unlike other voices, begins to emerge from your bosom. This voice speaks of freedom and liberty. This voice speaks of redemption. This voice speaks of brokenness, speaks of holiness, a voice that emerges, that, that is not yet heard in the church. You are not an echo. You are not an echo. And all the resonance of the echoes, of the voices, the voices that you've admired and, and seen and, and, and even emulated, the voices, they cease because this voice must now emerge, must now emerge. There is conversations to be had that are gonna be difficult because your world will not always understand. But I have trained you, I have trained you. We have a special relationship. The Lord says, walk, walk indeed, run. Watch me work. Watch me do a new thing. Uh-huh. 
voice. The voice of the woman of God. The voice of the Spirit of God. Lioness, you will roar. You. Yeah. 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 Rejibo vokaralaba. Bejike shitushiba. Bejidushiba. Yeah. But the lionesses, they don't roar, but who cares? You are. You, 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 you. Oh, this is different. You're different. You've been different from when you were a kid. You've been different. You've been different. In fact, the last five years, you've struggled because there's different. You're different. Be different. Eh? Eh. Woo! Eh. Glory to God. Woo! Yeah. 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 Thank you, Lord. This amazing gifts out of this house. This is a really rare church. Pastor Herod will celebrate you. Pastor Mary Lou, we celebrate you. We love you. We love you. Are we going to rally around them? Because they're, they're, they're just about to, you, you, there's a lot. In fact, Pastor, come here, both of you. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Can we just symbolically just come around a little bit? More, a little bit more. This wasn't meant to end like this, but we gotta go this way. Go this way, go this way. Almost like an, a, a pledge. Are you guys ready for uh, this, this? There's a bit of turbulence coming, not to the church, but to the world. Just a bit of, bit of turbulence. I want you to be steadfast steadfast in your commitment and we're not talking about money here at all I mean just are you in or not and if you're in please guys you're gonna need to be in because the the rumbling it's gonna shake everybody everything everything but this is are you ready now this is good this is answer to prayers we've been praying <laughs> We've been praying, God, revival. God, send them in. How do you think they're going to come in when times are, times are happy? When times are happy, historically, humans don't need God. When there's a shaking. This house, you won't, you won't have enough services. Because, ah, ah, maybe Jesus, maybe Jesus, 
you be ready. Be ready. You got to stand with them. I need to introduce the American church to covenantic relationships. Covenantic relationships are like, I am in. Not like I'm in until I hear something I don't like. That's your, 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 your regular, this is, my wife is from Romania. This has been the hardest thing for us as a couple. We're with you, Dr. Dennis. We're with you. And we think, oh, good. I'm an African. When somebody says that to me, oh, it means till death. In fact, in Africa, we, when somebody says, um, I'm with you, really they mean, wait till it gets difficult, then I will show you I'm with you. In America, in the West, not just America, the West is like, I'm with you until it gets difficult. Then I will reevaluate. There's a special group, and I never talk about this openly. We're about 80 of us. And they're in 30 countries or something. But we've made a covenantic relationship, which means we're there until we die. And some of the, some, sometimes the Americans are like, what? How can you, how, how do you know? Well, I have made a decision. This is what old relationships used to look like. I am, that's why you, that's why you cut blood and you like made a covenant. Poof. My children, your children, my children's children, we are with you. So, yeah, I heard a rumor. In fact, the true caricature is if I hear somebody talking about you in the marketplace I'll punch him then I'll come and ask hey somebody was talking about you I punched them but what were they saying you don't say like what he did that um hey they're saying you did that no it's like he did what shut up that's my friend then you say um this guy was saying I took care of him but what was that? Not, to, and by the way, it's not like now if you tell me something, it's going to change. No, no, no. He was saying some things I didn't like. Then they will decide whether they say, yeah, 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 you know this. No, because covenant. I want to challenge you to covenant. This is really big. You can't do war. Do you know why soldiers who, who X any X any any yeah 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 your do you when in the heat of battle you're like hey are you with me no heat of battle is like yes tell him tell him tell him about tell him about commitment <laughs> you need to know that already before you get there yeah 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 stuff's coming we don't know America we don't know the West we don't know markets we don't know the dollar you know because i talk with some powerful people and they're like oh, they're you know so stuff's coming you need to predetermine who your friends are and your friends not based on please you will never know them any deeper there's nothing else to know yeah you don't know their money they no 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 they're the watkins God has sent them over you. And to just say, can, wouldn't it be great to know, my pastor and me, check. 
means forever. There are my shepherds. I'm not going to be like, yeah, if I hear, if somebody mesmerizing, oh, a new kid on the block on the internet, oh, a new church. No, no, no. Check. This is my shepherd. They're the ones whom God has assigned to help me grow old. Can you, do you want to grow old with them? Do you want to have shallow relationships? It's just terrible. Like you, the only, the oldest, your oldest relationship, you've known them for three years. That's terrible. Determine. You, I, I challenge you Americans. You can decide. I am in, we've decided. Like these guys don't need to think, oh man, Dennis is not calling me. What's wrong? No, 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 no. When I say we're friends. Boom. Take it to the bank. We're going to grow old. Well, but what if you hear some? No, no, no. And I expect the same. They love me and that's it. Can we just be that way? Or do we have to like, eh, I don't know. Let me just observe them. You're wasting time. Observing them for what? Can we just do Jesus? Can we, can we at least do the relationship thing and then okay, now let's go. Now let's fight together. Right? Like like Pastor said. Let's let's now let's fight. Because he's in my corner. This is this is your corner. Please, guys, just know them. Know their birthdays. Just celebrate them. Just send them little notes. Don't be all over them. You don't need to be all over them like crazy. Again, again, because again, that's the other thing we don't have in Africa. We don't have like, oh, oh, and you didn't touch, you didn't tell me, you didn't, you didn't say, you forgot my birthday. You must, no, they may forget your birthday. Don't like, I can't believe it, because it's not shallow. It's deep. Amen. It's deep. It's not about birthday. It's not about she didn't greet me. Okay, Mary Lou, she just walked about me. Pastor Mary Lou, how could she do? She was thinking about something else. She loves me. Can we just do that? Can we just can we just decide we are in relationship? Amen. Amen. Because he's they're gonna need you. They're gonna need fighters. Like a whole like we have work to do there's work to do there's work to do amen amen all right let's hold hands as much as we can as many as we can father we thank you father we thank you father we thank you lord father we thank you lord father father we thank you we thank you Thank you for, thank you for the hand to my left and the hand to my right. Thank you, Lord, for the Watkins. Thank you, Jesus, for Mary Lou in her heart and Pastor Herod in his heart. And thank you for the commission that you've given to them to watch over us. And Jesus, they're not perfect. They can't be God. We don't want perfect ones. We want your man, your woman. And Lord, you've done that. And Lord, we will love each other. We will run with each other. We will, we will fight together. Jesus will experience the power of koinonia. This amazing love that, it's this amazing love. Jesus, thank you for something supernatural that happens right here, right now for this house. Right now, right here for this house. Jesus, we love you. Thank you for the assignments on our desks. Assignments on our desks that 
We're going to reach the lost. Give the devil a headache in this city and beyond. In the name of Jesus, everybody said amen. We love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for being here. Dr. Dennis, what a beautiful word. He said, when you came here this morning, you're going to be challenged. We've all been challenged, haven't we? So let's, uh, let's, let's rise to the challenge in the name of Jesus. Be back tonight at 630. Get here early. And uh, it's going to be a great night tonight. Invite some friends to come. I see salvation's coming tonight, so... Uh, restorations come tonight, so we want to see you back here tonight at 6.30 and then tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. God bless you. We love you, and we'll see you tonight. Yes. Also, guys, we had 90 people here today. So we have, I just want to say thank you to everyone who serves in this body. It is really, truly amazing what we have. So keep on being faithful. I pray refreshment upon you that you hear God's assignment and you don't get discouraged, but you be energized no matter what you're doing in this house. In Jesus' name, amen.